great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good morning. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. So sometimes, folks, when it rains, it pours. I know that we've all heard that saying. Sometimes when it rains, it pours. And we all know that it's rare for President Trump to apologize. But on this one, he may have to apologize for having dinner, the meal with hip-hop star Kanye West because of all of uh, Kanye's uh, anti-Jewish remarks and also the white nationalist that Kanye apparently brought along for the uh, dinner. The president should state again that he did not know Kanye was bringing someone else to the meal, but apologize and move on. Why? Why should Mr. Trump apologize and move on? Folks, we have to deal in reality. It's payback time from all of the people President Trump feuded with while he was in office and on the trail of getting to office. Even people in his own party are throwing daggers at him. And every mistake, whether you're responsible for it or not, they are going to blow it up 1,000%. Correction, 8,000%. That's what we're looking at right now. New York City is finally going to do something that should have been done from day one of the Adams administration. Involuntarily commit more mentally unstable people following a number of attacks uh, in the subway system. Thursday is World AIDS Day, and a bit later I will talk with uh, Toy Presley of a New York City group the Alliance for Positive Change. But I want to start this way. Before we get to the Trump stuff, I want to say what a wonderful email I received at about 2.20 a.m. from, I'll just identify her as Charlotte. Now, Charlotte works in oncology, but she's also an interim care mom. She has had 59 kids. Bears repeating. 59 kids in her care. And she sent me an email with the latest child that's in her care. The child just turned a month old and will soon have a permanent family. But I just want you to know, Charlotte, that you really, really, really made my day. And Charlotte sent me the email saying, wow, Dominic, it was a tough show last night. And that I might disagree with because I'm a big boy. I can take people uh, disagreeing with me. But I'm going to come back to my point in just a second. So, Charlotte, thank you for the email with the beautiful baby and she had on her little pink outfit and, and thank you for stepping up in the lives of uh, 59 children. And one of the photos um, she was holding the, uh, her son was holding the baby. And also um, there, there are a few things I want to get to, but, but, but I also want to warn you folks about something before I get to Trump and, Adams and Qatar and World AIDS Day and your telephone calls. 
Be very careful, folks, this time of year. If you don't hear anything else I'm saying, listen to this. Check washing. Check washing. It's one of the biggest scams that's out there right now. And a great lady on the staff here of the building mentioned to me about a month ago that she had been had by check washing. And it was a, the, the check amount was a large amount, several thousand dollars. I won't go into the exact amount, but here's how the scam works. So let's say, and I didn't believe it, but it's so true. And and it's got to be an inside job as well. Someone on the postal service. Let's say let's say you're mailing a check to um, to Stop and Shop, and let's say the check is ten dollars, right? Let's just say you're mailing the check or your monthly car payment. Let, let's say you mail a check for for ten dollars. What these scammers are doing? Either someone on the inside at the post office or someone pulling the mail out of the mailboxes, either when you send it or when, when it gets close to its destination, they open the letter, they take out the check, they now have a way of washing checks that have already been completely written out. So the scam goes like this. You write a check, let's say, for $10, and let's just say you have... um. Let's just say you have $10,000 in your checking account. You go to your bank. You're ready to take out 2000 and do some Christmas shopping. They tell you you only have uh, $15 left in your account. You say, what? What are you talking? And it turns out to be legit. You only have $15 left in your account. account. You have been had. The folks that engage in check washing, they, they have a way to white out the checks make it payable to whoever they want it to be payable to. And most importantly, they write in the amount that they want to write in. So if you write a check for $10 and they take a gamble and they believe that there's 10,000 in your account, if there's 10,000 in your account, that check is going to be paid by your bank. And then good luck getting your money back. It takes quite a while. And so officials in Teaneck, New Jersey, Teaneck, New Jersey, uh, a congressman and uh, 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 Congressman Josh uh, Gottenheimer and, uh, and, uh, and local officials, they have this huge problem in Teaneck right now with check washing. Listen to this, folks. I'm also calling on the inspector general to stop the excuses and move into hyperdrive on this investigation. Had this all happened and what has been done to prevent this from happening again? Again, time's up. We deserve answers. The victims we are talking about are older adults living on fixed incomes, single parents with children, middle-class families, and everyone in between. So please, folks, be very careful. Check washing, one of the biggest scams that's going on out there. So let's get to this morning's show in terms of the topics. I've been in politics a long time. This issue is not going to go away for Mr. Trump unless he apologizes. It's payback time from his critics. No matter what he does, they are going to magnify each and every issue 8,000%. That's what we're looking at right now. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell suggested Tuesday that Mr. Trump, because of this dinner, that it disqualifies him from holding the office of President of the United States. First, let me just say that there is no room in the Republican Party for anti-Semitism or white supremacy. And anyone meeting with people advocating that point of view, in my judgment, are highly unlikely to ever be elected president of the United States. Wow. And uh, Kevin McCarthy, you talk about being caught between a rock and a hard place. He doesn't have enough votes to be speaker or just barely, and he's being asked about this topic. 
And so to a degree, McCarthy punted, focusing on the white supremacists. No, I don't think I don't think anybody should be spending any time with Nick Fuentes. He has no place in this Republican Party. I think President Trump uh, came out four times and uh, condemned him and didn't know who he was. Well, I condemn his ideology. It has no place in society. What is your take? And, and what about the former president for deciding to have that dinner? That the president didn't know who he was. And, and the he, president has given us. You know what? We're, we're, he's been. So he knew who Conde West is. He didn't know who Fuentes is. Yes, sir. So this is why I am telling you folks that Mr. Trump, I know he doesn't apologize, but he may have to if he wants to be president again. Because his critics, he is going to face a thousand cuts. And they're going to take this issue and run with it and run with it and run with it. And that is the reality of modern day politics as it relates to Mr. Trump in 2022. Let's start with your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-WABC. Nine two two two. I will begin with Ed on Staten Island. Good morning, Ed. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Oh, good morning, Dominic. Good morning. Listen, Trump's a private citizen, and he can invite whoever he wants to dinner. Not so. Not so. Not so. Not so. I'm going to let you speak. Right, but Ed. But Ed. But but that's not realistic. How could you say that he's a private citizen? He is. He's the former president of the United States. He didn't invite Kanye. Well, Kanye went to the to Oval Office when he was president. Correct. Right. Correct. But the second event, uh, uh, Trump knows there's no such thing as bad publicity, just like Madonna, Agreed. just like Agreed. Muhammad Ali. Agreed. In two years' time, no one's going to remember Kanye said something stupid. Everyone's going to remember that Kanye's got severe trouble. But no one's going to attach it to uh, Trump. Hey, Ed, I, I, I got to be honest with you. You may be on to something here because I thought long and hard about this, whether or not this was a publicity stunt where Mr. Trump wanted the attention. And He's it, always done that since, since the 80s, since he was a real estate developer. Yeah, this is true. This is he true. uses the media for free publicity. But I don't know if you want this type of press. There's I, no I, such I, thing as bad publicity. Okay. The name's in the paper. Okay. The name's on every talk show. This is true. This is true, Ed. You make you make some good points there. Thank you for the call this morning, Ed. Let's go to Al in Yonkers. Good morning, Al. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning to you, Dominic. You good know, morning. I agree with you. I think on this one, the the uh, former President Trump uh, would probably have to apologize. And I think Mitch McConnell basically blasting uh, the president over this one. Uh, that was payback because Senator Scott, Republican of Florida, is an ally of Trump. And since Senator Scott challenged uh, McConnell for the leadership position in the Senate, uh, that was also directed at Trump. It's all interrelated. So hey, I agree hey, with you hey, that... Hey, Al, but, 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 but let's take it a step further, right? Any man, any man, do you yeah. really think he's going to let you make bad comments about his wife in public and just let it go? Of course not. Now, no, you, of course not. But you, you know, he, you may, so so the comments that Mr. Trump tweeted about uh, Mr. McConnell's wife, you may not respond right then and there. But believe me, that's in the back of your head. I agree with you, but you know, uh, Senator McConnell, and you know, I don't condone what the president said about his wife, but uh, for four years uh, she had a patronage job with the uh, Trump administration, and as soon as Trump got in trouble with the January sixth uh, fiasco in Washington. Uh, she was the first one trying to throw him under the bus. Right, but, so I, I, but, but I don't know if I would say she had a patronage job. She was the transportation secretary. That's a very important job. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Okay, well, Al, I, I thank you for the call. Let's go to Eric in Manhattan. Good morning, Eric. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Dominic, good morning. Good morning. I think maybe we should keep a, a little perspective here. I mean, this is not payback. This is par for the course. Remember 2016 and 2020? This is just it's the same old, same old, same old. And what did, what did McCarthy say, four times? That's enough. 
and he has, he said all he needs to, he, and that's it. Because wait, 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 Eric, I, I didn't hear what you yeah. said. All I heard was four times, but I didn't hear what you said oh, right before. Mr. McCarthy said uh, something about he's Trump and President Trump's come out four times already to say apologize. He didn't know who he was. That's it. Because they're going to run with it anyway. I, I, I haven't. I haven't. They're going to run with it. Eric, worse. Eric, I haven't heard Mr. Trump apologize once on this one. But, so, yeah, but he didn't even know anyway, so he's just, that's it. Now, he I has said one, that he it. didn't know. He has said that, that he did not That's all uh, he needs to know. say. That's all he needs to say. You know? Okay. I mean, he, nobody, nobody who counts is complaining because he brought us the lowest black and Latino unemployment in history. So, uh, who, I mean, Mitch McConnell, suddenly he's, he's against anti-Semitism because he's Trump. Uh, Chuck Schumer, suddenly he's against anti-Semitism because he's Trump. What is, he hasn't said anything about the squad. So we're supposed well, to take them seriously? Well, Eric, uh, you know? that, that, that is a good point, and I thank you for the call. Let's go from Manhattan to Connecticut. Let's say good morning to Alex. Good morning, Alex. What's on your mind? Hello, Dominic. Boy, I can't believe uh, it's great talking to you. I, I listen to your show every night. I've been working for this company on second shift, and I, I get out at midnight, and I'm on my way home driving up Route 8 towards uh, near Waterbury where I live, and I get WABC. I'm, <laughs> I finally got in. All right. So I think you're a little off base on Trump. I mean, I was reading an article from the AP today, Mm -hmm. and, I mean, the AP, you know, the headline is tough, but you read it, and it, you know, so Kanye, the AP reported Kanye West um, was invited, and this guy Fuentes, uh, you know, got in without, without even having to, say who he was that's you know? nonsense so, I mean, but that's AP nonsense but go ahead but go ahead alex what's your uh, point what's your that's nonsense but so what's your I, point i think I, I think this thing is i think you're blowing it slightly out of out of proportion i, I think uh i think trump's gonna survive i you know I, he should but i agree you know he just doesn't apologize you know right and, 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 and that, I, that can be good and bad but alex but but when you're in this business sometimes you can't win and on this one, Mr. Trump cannot win. So the goal becomes to get it out of the papers, to get it out of the news cycle, not to intensify it. And it's not. And, and, and the next time Kanye goes bonkers and they're going to tie it right back to Trump, it, it's not going to go away. And so that's why I'm saying and I don't think Mr. Trump is going to apologize, you know, but but that's why I'm stating that perhaps he should apologize. But, Alex, I really appreciate your call. Thank you for listening. And, my friend, drive home carefully uh, in in uh, Connecticut. Let's go to Jacqueline in Brooklyn. Good morning. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I'm going to make this really quick. Uh, you know I'm usually a lady, and I don't use this type of language, but Uh-oh. I'm going to keep it as clean as I possibly <laughs> <Uh-oh>. can. <laughs> Mitch McConnell is a wussy with a capital P, and he needs to go. And I'll tell you why I say that. Okay. He is one of those swamp creatures. He and his wife are both compromised. It is a fact that his wife's family is very well known in China, and they have a lock and a monopoly on the shipping industry. So he is one of those swamp creatures, Mitch McConnell, that is absolutely terrified of President Trump exposing him, his wife, and his wife's family for their corrupt ties that they have with China. So he's got his own axe to grind, and that's why he's terrified of President Trump. Hmm. Well, uh, I, I can say this this much, Jacqueline. Uh, if you've got some dirt in your background, the last person on earth you want to have that dirt is President Trump. Because if he feels you're going against his agenda, uh, he's going to use it. And so, you know, that's a relationship between the McConnells and, uh, and Mr. Trump. I, I don't think there's any saving uh, that relationship at this point. But that's why. So, Jacqueline, do you think Mr. Trump should apologize to get past this? I don't think he has anything to apologize for. What does he have to apologize for? Personally, I didn't hear what he said about Mitch McConnell's wife, so I can't oh, he, comment he, on he, that. Well, he, I, I'm not going to repeat. He said some horrible things uh, about yeah, well, that man's he, wife. He, he shouldn't. He shouldn't be saying some of the things that he says. We all know that. Right. Uh, right. Right. You know, and I mean that, that, that's a low blow. If you go back to the. Um, um, the debates, you know, when he was running for the presidency, it, that, that's all childish. That, that's, okay. that's, that's ridiculous to so have that. So, Jacqueline, the, the white supremacist, uh, have, you, have you heard some of the things he said? 
Uh, I did, and from what I understand from a, a mutual friend of mine who calls a lot of the radio shows, yours and also Rita's, mm -hmm. um, he had some personal interaction with this cre cretin, and uh, I think sometimes President Trump doesn't know who he is associating with. And what I mean is this Fuentes guy that is uh, a friend of uh, Kanye. Right. Yeah, he, he, he maybe doesn't know what's going on. You know, he needs to be a little bit more selective and a little bit more wary of the people that he interacts with, especially since he announced his run for the presidency. I, I, I wish he would be just a little bit more selective. Well, Jacqueline, I, I appreciate your call as always. I believe, uh, let's see here, I'm going to go now to David in Los Angeles, and David wants to talk about, I believe, Mayor Adams' initiative of taking uh, mentally ill people off the street. And it's about time it should have been done from day one. Good morning, David. You don't agree with that, I understand. Well, it goes too far. There's something called prior restraint. You can, it says here that um, even if you're not a threat, an imminent threat, sure, there's people with weapons and that do drugs and that are dangerous. But, you know, Mayor Adams has a long way to go. He's not doing the search and frisk. He's not putting the, um, the, un, the, the, the unrecognizable cops on the street. Okay, so wait, David, wait, wait, let, let's stop for one second. Let's just focus. I, I know you want to talk about the other issues, the litany of issues. Let's focus on the mentally ill right now. You believe, okay, wait, wait, okay, wait, 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 hold on. You believe that it's it's a humanitarian thing to leave them on the street talking to themselves and and uh, uh, scaring the public. That's that's a humanitarian way to deal with this. Sadly, this is America, the right to be free. You know, Dominic, over the weekend, I saw a guy walking around in circles, you know, in a park uh, on the sidewalk. And I was thinking of calling the sheriffs because, gee, this guy needs help. But you know what? In America, you're allowed to walk around in circles on the sidewalk. Now, if you're if you're if you're flipping out, you can put people on a temporary hold. But this says even if you're not a threat. So now it comes down to cops just walking up to people and saying, hey, I don't like the way you look. I'm taking you to the hospital. And it, this is for prolonged periods of time, for a long stay. Then what? Oh, now you got to go on meds. So now we're deciding, hey, you have to take medication against your will. Well, so I, 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 I hear you, David, but you left something out of the equation. If the officer yeah. decides to do that, to, to take someone in, You've got the police sergeant they've got to run it by, the captain. It's not just that individual officer. David, you cannot just leave people. I'm disappointed in Mayor Adams because this is something he should have announced in his transition, that hitting the ground on day one, you are not going to walk around my city anymore mumbling to yourself, you will get the help that you need. You're not going to be allowed. I, I just, David, you and I just disagree on this one. What about people that are overweight that get diabetes? They're going to say, hey, you got to go on a diet. David, it goes too far in David, America. David, David, say, listen, David, sadly, David. How do you make the connection? How do you make the connection between people with diabetics and somebody who's mentally ill? How do you make that connection? I'm just saying, you know, well, gee, you're, you're at harm. You put yourself at harm. If you're overweight, you could have a heart attack. Well, gee, you look too fat. You're going to have a heart attack. We're going to hospitalize you. It's not illegal to be mentally ill. It's based on behavior. It's very sad to see somebody mumbling. But in America, you're allowed to be mentally ill. Okay. You can't You can't be illegal in David, your behavior. David, my friend, when's others. the last time you've been to the city on the subways in New York City? No, it's been a long time, but I live in L.A. Ah, okay, okay. Well, David, I always appreciate your calls. I got your email. I understand how you feel on this position. And, folks, I receive all the emails, and I, I, I can't respond to them all, but I try my best, and, and I read every single one of them. I feel that I owe you that much. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. Coming up a bit later, uh, Thursday is World AIDS Day, and I will talk to a woman by the name of Toya Presley. She is with the New York City group called the Alliance for Positive uh, Change. 
And right now we're taking your telephone calls. My point of view is that President Trump must apologize to get this thing out of the papers. He's about to run. They are not going to let him get past this incident. And it was wrong to do so. We're discussing that. And Mayor Adams, as he's on his way today to to a uh, anti-Semitism conference and then on his way to Qatar, uh, the uh, World Cup, Mayor Adams is clamping down on the homeless in New York City. And I say bravo. It's the humanitarian thing to do. You cannot just leave people sleeping like they're on a bed on, on a subway train, uh, uh, defecating, urinating, on and on and on, cutting people, stabbing people, pushing people fatally in front of a train. You cannot have that. Let's go to let's go to Doris in Manhattan. Good morning, Doris. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Good morning. I agree with you. No one can come to anybody's house without them knowing who is coming to their to their house. Nobody can come to my house well, without me no, knowing. No, I, I understand, who's Doris. Coming. But 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 let me just say this. One of the other callers said this this morning. When you're the president of the United States, you do meet a lot of people that you have no idea who they are. And as a matter of fact, photos that you take and you had no idea that this person was in controversy, you just took a photo. So it does happen. But but the reason why it doesn't pass the smell test, because I know for a fact that the Secret Service goes over anyone that gets near him. Exactly. He has that. Well, so... So, and the other thing, I agree also with you about the homeless on the train and on the street. I, I, I'm glad that Adam is doing something about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it, 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 it's it's a, it's about time, Doris. I, I thank yeah. you for the call. I don't understand, folks. You won the election. Why not come in hitting the ground running? I'm not going to take the cheap shot and name a litany of names of New Yorkers that would be alive right now if you had clamped down, Mr. Mayor, perhaps instead of partying so much at nighttime, ooh, boogie-oogie, look at me. Instead of doing that, Mr. Mayor, if you had clamped down day one, this is what should have been done day one. Now, folks, here's what's going to happen. The advocates are going to sue. And chances are they will win on behalf of the mentally ill. It's been done before. But, 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 you buy yourself some time. It Between going to court and appeals, you're looking at a year. So that's a year of cleaning up the city. Yes, you may have to back down, may have to back down, but that's a year of cleaning up New York City. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. We are going to take a break. Coming up at the top of the hour, Frank Morano and the other side of midnight. When we come back, when we come back, we are going to New Jersey, the Bronx, Manhattan, Brooklyn, and we'll have more of your telephone calls. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. My administration is determined to do more to assist people with mental illness, especially those with untreated psychotic disorders who pose a risk of harm to themselves, even if they are not an imminent threat to the public. And Mayor Adams making the announcement that he is going to clamp down in an humanitarian way, which is, which is the way to go about this. He's no longer going to let the homeless just stay on the street. The police, uh, they have brought, they, they've received the, an expanded a definition of, of the powers as it relates to Kendra's law. And they're going to, uh, whether the person wants to go or not, they're going to take them for care. And it is the right thing to do also i just stated folks and and i i want you to understand 
I, I said that President Trump should apologize. I'm saying that based on killing the story, getting the story out of the press. But I just received uh, an email. Uh, let's see here. Uh, among the emails, one from Paul Grimaldi, and he says Trump will not apologize at this point in his career. Trump believes that apologizing is a sign of weakness. Bingo, you are correct 1,000%. Let's go to Ronnie in New Jersey. Good morning, Ronnie. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Good morning. Uh, Dominic, first off, I want to say that I couldn't agree with you more as far as what the mayor is doing. I think you're absolutely right. He took too long. Now, on the other subject with Donald Trump, President Donald Trump, uh, Dominic, I was born and raised. I'm I'm an Italian. I'm an American first. I was born and raised in the city of North New Jersey my entire life. I never, ever could thought of myself as being racist, but I always did think of myself as being selective. Now, let me explain that to you. What I mean by that is that if I didn't like somebody or if I liked somebody, it was never because of the color of their skin, their nationality, or their ethnicity. It was because of who they were as a character, as a human being. Either way, whether I liked them or disliked them, it had nothing to do with their color. Okay, that's number one. As far as President Trump is concerned, I think he should apologize only when we hear an apology from President 44 about his association with black racists. And President 46, with his association with not only white white supremacists, but leaders of white supremacist cults. Well, hey, Ronnie, you know what? Let, let's just say that you're right for argument's sake. This is, the pro- this is the problem that I have with American politics, right? We all do this. Don't look at my guy. Look at that one. Don't focus on my guy. Make him do it first. That we're never going to get anywhere that way. Now, You're absolutely right. Now, I agree now, with you 100%. Now, 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 should Obama have been near Farrakhan? We all know the answer to that. And once he became a serious contender for president, he ran away from him as far as he could go. Did Obama pass the smell test when, when he was asked, well, Mr. Obama, you sat in the front row of the church. How could you not hear Reverend White? Oh, I, I wasn't paying attention. That's what I mean about, and this may not may come off the wrong way. This is what I mean about President Trump apologizing here. You, He's got to move on. He's got to get past this. This is not 2016 again. It's not cute. It's payback time. President Trump has all but called the entire fourth estate absolutely stupid. The media, stupid. And do you think that the Washington press core, Ronnie, is ever going to forget that? No, but unfortunately, Dominic, what you're forgetting is the character. This is his character. I don't say he's right. I don't say he's wrong. But that's his character. Just like it was for President Obama, President Clinton, and President Biden. That's right. their character. I expect nothing more and nothing mm. less from them. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough, Ronnie. Thank you. Uh, thank you for the call. I, I appreciate it. Let's go to uh, Michael in New Jersey. Good morning, Michael. What's on your mind? Yeah, good morning. Good morning. Law is no good unless it's followed for every person the same way. Now, forget about race. Does anybody remember Psy? When Obama first took office, Psy is a South Korean rapper that nobody okay. ever heard of. Okay, Michael, so I'm, Michael, said, me- Michael, I'm going to let you make your point. But I, okay. I believe you just heard me with the last caller. This is yes. what's wrong with American politics. Wait, 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 wait. Don't, don't look at my guy. Go, go look at him. Don't look at Trump. What about Obama? What about Obama? What about Obama and Farrakhan? Do you know how many emails and pictures I got today of Obama standing there smiling with Farrakhan? Do you know how many of our listeners thought that they were the first ones to send me that picture today, Michael? No. Numerous times. You cannot have equal justice. 
fair justice if it's not equal. Okay, like Obama never apologized. You still want Obama? You said no matter what I say, you're saying Obama. Okay, well, you know I'm going to let you say Obama. I'm going to let you do your Obama thing, your okay. Obama bashing. Can you focus okay. on Trump for one second? Okay, here we go. Cy decided to become famous, so he wrote a rap song in which wait, he said, "Wait, wait, 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 not letting me no, finish." Michael, you're being disrespectful. You're not even acknowledging what I just said to you. No, I just I, said, I, I, I just said to you, I'm going to let you do your Obama bashing. Focus on Trump for a second first. Is, can you do that, or you just can't even do that? Do what for Trump? Focus, is Trump wrong? What he did? What, what, what's your take on it? I, I, was he wrong? Yes, but he doesn't have to apologize. Okay, so now do your Obama bashing. Three, two, one. Go ahead. Cy wrote a rap song in which he said, "Kill all American soldiers, kill their wi- kill their wives, kill their children, kill their mothers, kill their fathers, kill them slowly by torturing them to death." What does Obama do when Cy comes to America? He goes to his concert, but not alone. He brings his wife and his two daughters. After the concert, he has a photo shoot with Cy. Uh, there was a ship that was hijacked by Iran. Okay, what, what, Michael, because we, we have a full slate of calls. What does any of this have to do with Trump? Cy, Obama has never, never said, I apologize. So why should Trump? If you, if you want an apology from one, if Obama apologizes, then yes, absolutely, Trump should apologize. So Obama never apologized. Trump should never apologize. Justice should be equal. Don't keep saying he should apologize, but we'll let Obama go. We'll let anybody else go. Wait, wait, Michael, 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 didn't I just say it was inappropriate for Obama to be with? Didn't I just state that with Farrakhan? Didn't I just state exactly that? Yes, but he never apologized. Okay. He never apologized. I I hear you, Michael, but I, I, I got your point. I have a lot of calls. Steve in New Jersey. Good morning, Steve. What's on your mind? Hey, Dom. Dom, here. I, I think pre- former President Trump may just listen to your show because you're that good. Ready? Mr. Trump, you apologize, all right, when all the government officials and the media hey, apologize Steve. for that. First of all, it, 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 it wouldn't you. surprise me if Mr. Trump listens to the show. He wouldn't be the only public official that listens to the show. Uh, so does uh, Mayor Adams from time to time. They, they all listen. Because because I'm not I'm not doing the partisan thing. I'm giving realistic advice. And that's why I am stating that Mr. Trump needs to apologize. And I'm going to be very honest with you right now, whether he means it or not, apologize in writing. But you've got to get this story out of the papers. Go right ahead, Steve. Uh, he should apologize when the members, uh, the government officials and members of the media apologize for the hell they put him and the U.S., you, the American people through these last six, six years with all the lies and misinformation they put out about him. And I know what you're going to say. You're going to say, well, they'll, that'll happen when hell freezes over. Yeah, and that's when, when Trump should apologize for this, when hell freezes over. Dominic, this is, this is, uh, this is an, an, what this country has been put through with the lies and misinformation about this man. You know damn well he's not an, an anti-Semite, as do all the people that are making the accusations today. Go ahead. You can respond to what I just said, but I, that's when he should apologize. When all the lies and misinformation that have been told about him, they apologize. The media and the government officials apologize who said that and put the country through hell okay. as well as him. Well, th- thank you for the call, Steve. No, there's nothing for me to respond to because I've never said Mr. Trump was anti-Semitic. Knowing him on a personal level, I would never say that in a million years. Just like I've defended him as not being racist. It's ludicrous to even state that. Because if you know the man, and I wish I could say the full story, but I can't. If you know the man, then you know that he's not racist. So I, there's nothing for me to respond to as to the comment uh, that you made. Let's go to Charlie in uh, Brooklyn on Mayor Adams. Good morning, Charlie. What's on your mind? Charlie, are you there? Hi, Dominic. Thank Hi. you. Thank you so much go right um, ahead, for please. having me on. Right ahead, um, I just wanted to say uh, what, what Mayor Adams is, is going to is going to round up um, homeless people for, and put them in 
in uh, mental institutions. No, 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 no. Not homeless people, mentally ill people. It's a big distinction there. A big so, distinction. But go ahead. Yeah, I mean, regardless of what it is, you know, um, giving giving the state the power to basically deem a person uh, mentally ill and then lock them up is very disturbing. And you know, okay, even so, if you might so want Charlie, to say that, so Charlie, is, Charlie, so what's the answer? So, so you're the mayor. You tell me the answer. Well, I, I understand that there might be an issue with, with quality of life, and there might be an issue with crime. Um, uh, but I'm opposed to. Framing it. Okay, okay, but Charlie, um, but Charlie, but Charlie, of, but Charlie, good, but Charlie, it's, it's but, but work with me. Disturbing. Charlie, you've been elected the mayor of New York City. What do you do? Um, I think if they're breaking the law, they, they, there, is an, there is an authority to arrest them. But oh, I, I don't if, think... if they're breaking the law. So if they're just mumbling to themselves and threatening to cut someone, then leave them alone. I'm, I'm asking, Charlie. Mayors have to make tough decisions. Yeah, I, I can't answer that question. Okay, well, um, but I, I appreciate you uh, respectfully stating your opposition to it. I understand it, and and I appreciate you, Charlie. Thank you for the call. But again, the only problem that I have with this is why did it take eleven months to get to this point? This is something that should have been done on day one. On day one, it the day okay. You can't say it during the election. I get that part. When you're running, you can't you can't play your hand because it may cost you votes. But once you won the election, it is a new the way Mayor Adams started saying, "My city, my clubs." Well, it's a new day in New York. We're not gonna have the mentally ill uh, walking around the subway system like that's their residence. And if you want to sue me, I'll see you in court. That's what I call the uh, the Giuliani uh, effect on all this. Sure, 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 sure. You, you know, you, you feel I'm right? Well, we'll let the court decide this a year from now. By the time the appeals are over, and it may be, it, it may be longer than that. Let's go to Lou on Long Island. Good morning, Lou. What's on your mind? Yes, good morning, Dominic. Um, I would like to know how do you define crazy because I delivered soda in midtown Manhattan for 20 years. And there was a fellow that always sang in front of Carnegie Hall almost every day with a wine flask, belting out opera. Whether it was good or not, I don't know. But is he crazy and should he be brought in or just be left alone? How slippery is the slope? I will admit this much, Lou. It is a very slippery slope. But what's the alternative, Lou? Well, I think anyone that has a tendency towards violence and aggressive panhandling should definitely be picked up and evaluated. That's for sure. Okay. So, so then you just said who gets to determine who's mentally ill, who gets to determine uh, whether it's aggressive panhandling. In other words, law enforcement. That's slippery slope again. Yes. I mean, there was no easy answer here, but I think the mayor is on, has made a good decision. Like you say, if it's tied up in courts for a year, at least it will protect people from potentially insane, psychotic people from doing harm on other people. And and that's my point, Lou. Bingo. Bingo. You Let's, have to start somewhere. You 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 have to you have to start uh somewhere. In a moment, I'm going to be joined. We're going to take one or two more calls, then we're going to take a break, but we're going to switch gears. Uh, when I come back, uh, we're going to focus on World AIDS Day, which is Thursday. I'm going to talk to a wonderful woman. Uh, her name is Toya Presley of a New York City group called the Alliance for Positive Change. We're going to talk to her. But first, we're going to take one or two more calls uh, on this issue, and then we will uh, take a break and move on. Max in Manhattan. Good morning, Max. What's on your mind? Dominic, thank you for taking my call. Um, sure. I think it's a, I think it's a you know it's a step in the right direction to uh, uh, confront the homeless situation. But but here here again, you know, if someone's talking about cutting someone, you know, being violent, get them off the street. But if he's gonna, you know, if he's he's innocent or, you know. That's 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 going in the wrong direction. What if, uh, 
you know, what if the police take this out of out of uh, out of context and they're looking at someone that they don't like and they're on their way to to work? They, this gives them the authority to arrest them, throw them into some sort of insane asylum for no reason. Well, uh, as I and, and that's possible. It's possible, Max. But as I said before, it's not just the officer on the street that makes that final determination. I'm sure a mental health expert is also going to be involved. But you also have the police sergeant, the police captain. There's a chain of command before this goes into effect. I hear you, Max. I really do on the slippery slope. But here's my point. Something has to change. And if you're the mayor of this city, there's no way you can walk around talking about my city, my clubs, nighttime, nighttime, woo-wee, and you just leave the mentally ill on the street and the rest of us got to deal with it. it. It's just not fair. I'm going to take one more call before breaking here. Brian on Long Island. Good morning, Brian. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic, how are you? Thanks for taking my call. I'm good. Go right ahead. Um, my point was about Adams going to Qatar. Is that yes, Qatar, yes. Um, to learn how they run their security and how they keep the streets safe. Giuliani is the one who went and taught them how to... Right. His security service went there and taught them how to... But, but, uh, but it's, not for, it's not for keeping the streets safe, per se. It's for keeping the city safe during the World Cup, which is coming to New York, I believe, in 2026. Plus, the mayor is first going to a uh, anti-Semitism uh, conference, and then he's headed to Qatar. And what Mayor Adams says about all this is that the organizers of the conference are paying his way, and then he's paying his own dime to get to Qatar. But what he's not telling you, that's the cheap part, his fare. The expensive part is the security detail that goes with him. And you would think that by now Mayor Adams would have learned from Mayor de Blasio, who's on the hook for this same exact thing. Mayor de Blasio is on the hook for $300,000 that he says he doesn't owe the city. His own uh, 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 inspector general said, yes, you do, Mr. Mayor. Uh, you went uh, campaigning as a presidential candidate, and you've got to reimburse the city for the police officers that went with you. So it's not so much, and thank you for the call, Brian, it's not so much Adam's ticket. It's at least the two or three detectives and advance man that has to go with him, that must travel with him. It's coach, but you're going to have to pay them their salary. You're going to have to pay them overtime. It adds up, and it is expensive. The Blasio is on the hook right now for $300,000 for the same exact thing that Adams is about to embark on. I see your calls, but when we come back, we're going to switch gears. Thursday is World AIDS Day, uh, December 1st, and joining me will be Toy Presley of the Alliance for Positive Change. She is a manager there, and she has uh, a lot to say, I, uh, of course, as, as, uh, as I will hope, as it relates to the topic of AIDS all these years later. We'll be right back. WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. World AIDS Day is coming up this week. It is Thursday, December 1st. And joining us is Toy Presley of the Alliance for Positive Change. She's a manager there of counseling, testing, and referrals. We say thank you for appearing. Good morning. Thank you for having me. How are you, Good, good morning. Good morning. I'm well. So tell us, what is this day about and why is it important? Oh, okay. So World AIDS Day is, you know, bringing the awareness of, of you know, the epidemic HIV AIDS, and so what we do is we remember those we have lost to the virus, we encourage and uplift those who are living with the virus, and we promote testing sexual, uh, you know, healthy sexual health to those who are in the living. And, and okay, folks that are that are currently uh, uh, dealing with uh, the possibility of AIDS, and also 
uh, other issues that may arise. So uh, what's going to happen on Thursday as it relates to your organization? So what we do, we have a number of things that will be happening to celebrate World AIDS Day. And so what we, we do is we do a Poets Cafe, and we have um, several clients, peers, and staff who are read poems dedicated to those who are living with the virus, who we've lost to the virus. We also will be doing balloon releases at several of our different sites. We also will be providing rapid HIV testing at John Jay College. And we do have um, a networking event in Times Square that will be uh, promoted and conducted by Orishore Technologies. And we, you know, do use those technologies to perform rapid HIV testing to the community. And so if folks want to get tested, that's where they can go to John Jay College on Thursday? They can go, they can come and see us at John Jay College, and they also can visit uh, our website at www.alliance.nyc, and they can see wherever our mobile testing unit will be or get the address to any of our satellite offices. So what is, it, before I ask you about the uh, impact of COVID on testing and so on, what exactly is Alliance on the Move? Alliance on the Move is our mobile testing unit. And so on that on the van, we promote and we provide free rapid HIV and hepatitis C testing to the community. We also help distribute PPE to the community, and we give out outreach materials, literature, and safer sex kits. We also How? deliver ahead, pantry on our it's okay. We also help deliver pantry with our Alliance on the Move mobile band. How did and 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 uh folks, we are chatting with Toy Presley. She is a manager of the Alliance for Positive Change regarding World AIDS Day coming up on Thursday. How did the pandemic COVID impact HIV testing and treatment? Wow. Um, COVID has disrupted prevention and care for the last several years, you know, with the pandemic and everyone being afraid and us not knowing where we were going and where it would take us. We had to hope on, you know, in-person services, but, you know, we can't not service our community. And so we had to find ways around that. Um, we had to put in a lot of safety protocols to make sure our staff, our peers, and our community members were safe. And so uh, in wrapping up this segment, how can people learn more about World AIDS Day coming up on Thursday and specifically the Alliance? People can learn more by visiting our website at www.alliance.nyc. Well, fantastic, and good luck on Thursday. Toy Presley of the Alliance for Positive Change regarding World AIDS Day, we thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. And, folks, that does it. Again, thank you, Toy, uh, from the Alliance for Positive Change, World AIDS Day on Thursday. You want to keep it right there. Frank Marano is standing right next to me. He's standing by all set and ready to go. Frank Marano, the other side of midnight, starts right now.